once a week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler the Nos of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the uh, rock star relax of uh, this podcast. And I'm Kevin, your jam host, and I am the lady energy of this podcast. Now, that's what? not, that's not an is... actual energy drink. I just, well, it could uh, be. Well, it very well could be. But I just. I, I, I think there should be gender specific energy drink marketing. Jordan, what's what's yours? What's what's relaxed about an energy drink? Uh, I think that goes against relaxed, everything, my friend. everything the energy drinks it's, stand for. Rockstar it's Relax the just has horse tranquilizers drink. in it. It's got it's caffeine free, it's sugar free, and it's got a calming herbal blend that just chills you out. So it's while like you drink it. it's like Nyquil. <laughs> I don't know, but the colors of the can are Rastafari colors, so maybe there's a little something something in it. Probably. Wait, what are what exactly are Rastafari colors? Oh, that would be uh, black, just yellow, red, and green. Isn't that just the Jamaican flag? No, Jamaica does not have red. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry. On. I was thinking of America because it's so much better. <laughs> well, this is a show where once a week we argue versus and would you rather questions submitted by you, the listener, to our email, our form spring, our Twitter, Facebook, all those different accounts. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from listener Brian Oblad, who wants to know, Pens versus pencils. Go. Which is better? Well, this depends on at what stage you are in life. Um, you know, if I was still a, a student um, of, of the university and not just of life as I am now, um, I mean, I always went with pencils because... You're always having to write stuff and then erase it because you're never getting it. You're when you're that young, you don't have life together like yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're a always dumb getting kid. stuff wrong. Yeah, you make mistakes. Yeah, and when you when you make mistakes and you with pen, you either have to white it out and then like you're getting white out all over the, over the place. It's getting all over your pants, and you just look like you just look like a huge screw up. You know, like putting white out all over your paper, or you just cross it out really really deep and you make slashes in the paper. You're cutting your paper up. Either way, you look like a you look like a goon. Um, pencils. But that was young Kevin. That. Today, Kevin uses only pens uh, because if I'm writing, you know, I I have a notebook of of provocative thoughts and observations and uh, provocative. Yeah, it's uh, you know <laughs> thought thought provoking, not of the other variety. All um, right, uh, we should note that Kevin is recording this episode half naked. And it's the top. He, it's the top half, ladies. So I am decent. Um, it is hot in New he's York. He's more than decent. It's hot in the New York City. It is super hot in New York City. Hot it's time, hot. summer in the city. Back of Kevin's neck is getting dirt and gritty. <laughs> it's ninety degrees, <laughs> and I don't have a fan because I'm cheap. I need to buy one. But anyway, have you have you popped a hydrant yet? Is, is that something you've done? Or have you cooked eggs on the sidewalk? Uh, I've These cooked are two things on... that happen in New York in hot days. I've cooked eggs on my abs. That's how hot it is. Uh, and that's how hot I am. So just both of those. So I, pretty much I could always cook eggs on my abs, but I do it also. It's faster when it's warmer outside. Um, but the cabinet of today uses only 
the pilot G2 pen. Um, the king of all pens. The gel pen. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. And it, and it is a wondrous experience. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it glides so smoothly. It makes, you know, even if your, your thoughts are all jumbled, it's going to come out nice on that piece of paper and it's going to make you feel good. And that black is like deeper than the blackest pits of like the abyss. Yeah. And the blue, which is, which is what I look for in a pen. (laughs) I want it to say that right on the packaging. He wants it black like the hearts of men. Um, but, uh, and the the blue, what a deep blue uh, sea it is. And the uh, red. All of my pens are from the uh, the Heart of Darkness tie-in <laughs> when, they, when they were giving you a free pack with every pre-order. Uh, the Joseph Conrad line of pens. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I so I, I don't know. I, I'm inclined towards pens just because... Uh, because of that beautiful pilot G two, um, but I could be because you're a grown otherwise. man. I'm, yeah. I'm also I'm gonna side with Kevin on pens because quite simply, I mean, I am I am 24 years of age. I haven't made a single mistake in like the past two years of my life. So oh, why do wow. I why do I need that pencil? That's just that's just giving me room. Like that's that's that the pencil well, there. That's just saying I have doubts about yeah, my it's, life, it's and I have so yourself. much confidence. That, you know, I just... No doubt. And beyond that, you know, in my field of work, you know, I don't do a whole lot of writing. It's all on the computer. Don't you do drafting, though? Yeah, where's your... Don't you ever have to, like, where's your drafting to measure stuff and... You do your you have those, like, special pens? And, uh... Where's you know, your T-square? The only time I need a pen is to be signing the backs of them checks and <laughs> taking them to the bank. They can't if, do that in pencil. Uh, not if you have Chase. You can just photo deposit it. That's true. I actually do direct deposit, but yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I you know we're we're men here. Now, Kevin, you said that you are you are anti pens not being able to get rid of mistakes, and that you'd have to scratch out stuff on like essays and the such. Right. I will say that that was a lifesaver, because if you have a if you have a pencil. Then you gotta you gotta erase you gotta go back and you know correct stuff. But if you've got a length that you're trying to reach in an essay, and like oh man, word choice was wrong or misspelled that, you just kind of scratch that out, and that's like an entire couple centimeters of space that you don't have to worry about filling up anymore. How dumb were you your teachers that going. they accepted? Like oh, there's an entire paragraph crossed out, but that's okay. He he made it. He zipped in on the old two and a half page length. You're no, I'm just go. saying, like a word or so at a time. You could, you could, you could inch on out of there. You could ink your way through that. Uh, were you one of those people that when you when you did papers in college, you would uh, find and replace every period with a uh, like one one point size font bigger, so that it, you uh, you ended up with like an extra page of not writing. I was I was not that guy. Although I would I I, I would break under pressure. I had a hard time when there was a time limit. If I was typing something up, whatever. But if I was in the classroom, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write with a lot of spaces between. I was the complete opposite. I wrote all of my papers uh, when there was only like one day left to write them. And then I just <laughs> sat down for six hours and wrote it. And whatever it was, it got submitted. Thing for pencils, though, is that there's no chance that's going to explode in your backpack uh, and ruin everything. That's true. You never, you don't have to wear a pocket protector for pencils. Yeah, but oh, but if it's a red behind your ears, if something. it's a red pen, though, you look so baller. 
It's like you That's just got true, blood all like... over your shirt. Yeah, sorry, I was and... carrying a severed head. Oh, Tyler, I don't want to live in a world where there are no pocket protectors. That's true. How how, how will I protect my pocket from the da- from question. from dangers? Not just pens, but you know all dangers. I think the deal breaker for pencils, though, is that you gotta sharpen them. Yeah, the and deal breaker you, for pencils, unless is that you they have break. a nice, unless you have a nice mechanized electric pencil sharpener that gets like all edges of the pencil. Any hand pencil sharpener you use is always gonna have like that one side of the pencil that it doesn't sharpen very well, and then you're gonna have to break the edge and like resharpen it to get that perfect point. Well, I mean, or take out your pocket knife. No, but you or send it to that guy on the internet what? who like. For $50, we'll hand sharpen your pencils for you. What are you, over at Walden Pond? Just use a mechanical pencil. But I, oh. I will admit that there is nothing worse than, than that lead just breaking over and over again. It's like, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a metaphor for your childhood dream. Or when you dream. get down to I've... the end of the lead in the mechanical pencil, and there's that one bit oh, and it that's keeps like sliding enough, back out, up. Sliding back enough in. out to yeah. make you think that you have a tip, but it keeps going yeah, in. Yeah, it's terrible. Although... Um, you know, mechanical pencils do open up the possibility that you could make a steampunk, uh, steam-powered mechanical pencil. And that would be pretty I sweet. think steampunk is the worst thing ever. Uh, Honestly. It's just a gateway to greasy hair. Well, that's... Uh, and, no, and see, lots that's of another, taller and taller well, hair. We'll have to leave debate. this for another debate. Yeah. Um, I, I assume that any steampunk cosplayer I see is just... Is just Abraham Lincoln cosplaying. It helps me to swallow the whole thing a lot better. Uh, Abraham Lincoln Zombie Hunter? That's coming out. Yes. That's that's the greatest. That's coming out. Alright, we have to come to a vote on this. Jordan? Uh, I will lock in with pen, because you know what? When that pencil, when you use up all that eraser, because you're just a klutz and you make tons of mistakes, you're about as far from me as possible, then you're gonna, you got no eraser, then your pencil is like a pen except worse oh like, that is the worst like and you've got no eraser left and then you have to bring in like third you gotta bring erasers. in that giant pink eraser oh gosh and you're getting graphite all over your hands yeah. although that's i don't know well also i feel like i should mention if you're left-handed um and you write with a pencil you're gonna get smudges all over your hand just by the nature of uh how you write in our we read from left to right society um well two things nobody cares about left-handed people i don't because i'm right-handed but i thought Um, maybe i'd bring it up but but two i think that's a plus actually getting that graphite all over your hands it makes you feel like you know you're living you're living off the land you're connecting with your you know your gold rush mining ancestors getting that graphite all over your hands digging for gold Got that coal mining for graphite up in your lungs. Just get digging for opportunities that America, only America, can provide. The freedom and the and the you know American you know old glory and etc. Uh, Mini marts. But uh, what? Mini marts. Oh, of course, yeah. It's America, the quintessential America. Um, but two quick two quick points for pens, though. Uh, one. That awesome pen that had like twelve colors in it, and all you had to do was press the little color tabs. And it's like oh, I yeah. have the power of the entire rainbow at my command. Um, that pen it, was fat, literally, and it was awesome. Uh, two rocket ship pens. Come on. So, Kevin, you locking in for uh, pens? I'm guessing, pens, baby. And I will agree 
and go with the the pen that is much mightier than the sword and the pencil. And so, Brian, thank you so much for your question. Next time you have to choose between pencil and pen, just go with a pen. Because presumably you're an adult. Yeah. Because you're using the internet. Because... And only adults are allowed to use the internet, right? I'm pretty sure. That's that's the assumption that I operate except, on. Except NickJr.com. That's available to everybody. We have a question from Matt Schaefer who wants to know, science fiction versus fantasy. Books, movies, whatever. Oh, this is easy. They're the same thing. Right? That's no, true. No, one's, one's space and one's dragon. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, that's, that's the... Well, well, space actually is a fantasy that nobody landed on the moon. Yeah. It's just Come on, like guys. Of, a big, a big dream. I'm convinced airplanes might also space. be a fantasy as well. Like, how can the, how can those big metal birds get up in the sky? It's true. I just rode on one, and I, I didn't believe that I did. I really think it's just a, a very elaborate, slow-moving teleportation machine. <laughs> so, wait, you think that we have technology that's much more sophisticated than airplanes because there's no way that we could make airplanes? That's correct. It's the economy. It's budget. Oh, right. It's, uh... All right, so let me let me kick off the actual argument and say that with fantasy, they've pretty much done it all. They're kind of they're kind of locked in with the dwarves and the elves and the orcs and the goblins and the dragons. That's about all anybody does anymore, except for China Melvale, who does some really cool stuff. But he might even be considered more like sci-fi. Anyway, with sci-fi though. You've got, like, there's an unending number of planets. There are always going to be different kinds of aliens and and ooze monsters and galaxies and galaxies of potential. You can do whatever you want. Whereas if you're trying to do fantasy, it's real hard to break out of the box. You're just going to be stuck with the same old things over and over. And I don't want another World of Warcraft, the novel Wheel of Time, (laughs) rings of the Lord. Uh, um... Here, here's here's a point for fantasy though. Um, you do have fantasy baseball. You don't have sci-fi baseball. Oh, uh, what about no, Kevin? Your favorite Super Nintendo? Oh, game shoot, you're right. Proves uh, you wrong right there. Well, what about fantasy football and and sci-fi football? I would, I would, I would. You know, I'd enter a sci-fi football league. Well, would you? I mean, here's the thing though. I think it would be way cooler to have. You know, Frodo and uh, and Saruman, you know, playing some touch football. Uh, it would be way cooler doing that than it would having them in space. I think it would be great to have a, a pickup football game, like a Thanksgiving backyard bowl, but you tell all of your friends that they have to dress up as Star Wars characters. <laughs> Entire offensive line is stormtroopers. You've got Darth Vader for a quarterback. And Grandma Tarkin goes out for the pass. Some Emperor Palpatine is your coach, uh, <laughs> cheering you on and shocking you with a cow prod if you uh, don't make the plays. And some goob just had to dress up like Kit Fisto, <laughs> the dumbest Jedi of all. Um, Me, I'm I'm making Porkins my center. No one's gonna be able to get past him. But then, as long as he can snap then the ball your out, your dopey female cousin exploding. shows up as uh, Lieutenant Uhura, and you're like. Oh no! You're like that's Star Trek, dear. Please leave. Yeah, you're an idiot. Don't be part of our family anymore. Um, so I don't really know if that was a point for. I think that's a point for fantasy, right? Uh, wait, uh, wait, no. I would, I would see. I would rather have take that as you will, listener. 
Well, yeah. I mean, would you? Oh, shoot. No, we did actually do that, and we came out on sci-fi. Would you rather have sci-fi characters playing, you know, fantasy sports, or would you rather have fantasy characters playing fantasy sports? Sci-fi characters. Yeah, easy. I think that's probably that's probably true. Because, well, because Chewbacca is going to rip somebody's arms off, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, Kevin, here, let me ask you this. Uh, there are two leading uh, board games for each of these genres, right. and I believe you only play one of them. There is Dungeons & Dragons for fantasy, and there is Warhammer 40K for, for science fiction. Um. I, I, I will admit, those are the only the two. The only two. Done. Um, well, no, those are, I said those are the two leading. Yes. Um, I, uh, I must admit that I don't, I don't play either of them, although I don't have anything against either of them. I thought you dabbled in uh, Warhammer 40k. Well, it was just really hard to paint those models. Cause it's also really hard to afford them. Yeah, models. they're really Please. super expensive. So I bought about two, two like squads... And they were about twenty bucks each, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Uh, then I have to work and put these all together. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I could have bought like... forty baby cones down at the down at the dollar <laughs> down at the dollar ice cream. Right, I could have bought a, a hundred ice cream sundaes from McDonald's, uh, and I could have got you know hot fudge, caramel, I anything. Had it I or you could have yeah. bought like five decks for Magic: The Gathering, which is the other great fantasy. Uh, which is yeah, that's also fantasy. Okay, so well. I don't know. I think, I think we're, this is we're like we're delving into an area that two people are going to get is in that discussing Magic the Gathering versus Warhammer 40k. So I don't know if this is a place we want to go. Um, but uh, if if somebody wants to go there, my vote is definitely for Magic the Gathering. It's so much fun. Uh, I I think well that's because you have people to play it with. <laughs> All right, getting back to the topic at hand, we we've discussed board games. Uh, but okay, the sword versus the laser gun. I think there's just so much more artistry to the, the sword, sword. Is cooler. It is cooler, yeah. isn't it? Especially because, like, you can never have an uncool sword. Like, yeah, you, but you hold pull on. Out Let me sword. flip this back at you, Kevin. The sword versus the laser sword. Yeah, uh, there's, I don't know, there are too many liabilities with a lightsaber. Right. Well, first like, of all, it's impossible. What if you drop it, like, point down? Uh, Kevin, in science like fiction, nothing down. is impossible. Point for science fiction. <laughs> nothing is impossible. Well, you could say that about fantasy, too. Nothing is impossible, because... Uh, well, they just... don't have lasers in fantasy, so... Yeah, they something. could, though, if they wanted to. Um, I mean, they can cast Thunderbolt, but well, that's lightning, about it. Sleep! Thunderbolt! Can we go? Um, let's go to there. Actually, there is no <laughs> sci-fi LARPing, is there? Oh yes, there is. Oh is yes, there? there is. Is it? Well, I think it's a lot less prevalent. Yeah, that's though, true. Well, that's because a... it's a lot harder to pantomime like lasers, <laughs> lasers and stuff without people lasers. just being like, "You miss me, you miss me." Yeah, no, uh, Nerf no, guns, you my hit friend. Me, no. Well, then you look like an idiot. Well, I guess you do either way, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you committed to this hobby. The point, yeah, I, I think there, that's there's... that's a point for sci-fi that you don't have a bunch of sci-fi larpers running around. I mean, that's cool if you guys want to ren fair it up or sci-fi ren fair it up, but keep it keep it in the fam. Keep that's it. a point against. Well, 
How about this? Ren fairs versus conventions. Uh, of the Star Trek con- variety. Con- Both are going to have a lot of smells. Well, that's the thing. One is mostly manure. The other is mostly sweat. Well, at least I'm, with the Ren I'm Fair, not sure which is which. At least you can get with the turkey Ren legs. Fair, yeah, you're getting tur- exactly. You can get turkey legs. So you're smelling those turkey legs. That and um, at least there's like a petting zoo, you know, with like a human chess match. Yeah, I mean that's that's always a classic. Um, and jousting. Everybody loves jousting. Getting, getting, seeing some dude getting knocked off a horse and paralyzed—that's awesome. Um, see, and and there's the thing: like you can actually act out a fantasy fight because all you need is swords and people to kill. Um, sci-fi, it's always going to be like I, I have this this laser pointer. Pretend it's a gun, and you're like, okay, I guess. So conventions are just like anything. Any reenactments are always going to be super lame. Um, and Here's- I do feel like. At least Ren Fairs are open air. Conventions are always in a convention center. All those smells are going to congeal together. By day three, you, uh, you've pretty much got a biohazard. And if you don't come in a hazmat suit, you don't have children. Um, but that's okay, because you're cosplaying as a guy in a hazmat suit. So, <laughs> so it's all you good. Planned you planned ahead. You you dressed up as anyone from Resident Evil, and you're in a hazmat suit. Here's a thought that I've had. Uh, let's go down this path with me, if you will. Um... Let's look at younger characters, like children characters in fantasy uh, versus children characters in sci-fi. So, Wait, hold on. Are you talking about children sci-fi versus children's fantasy? Or no, no, children no. Children in... characters therein. Children so, okay. All right. Because okay. in, in, some... in fantasy, you've got the Narnia children. you got right. the Narnia children. Are... They're all cool. you got Harry Potter and his bunch well, of except for Edmund. They're pretty cool. He's, he's kind of... you got, well, you got, you got, you got Bran and Jedi. Rickon from Game of Thrones. All right, let's go switch, switch over to it's, sci-fi. You have sci-fi, Anakin got... Skywalker. You have Boba Fett. You have all these pathetic losers that, you know, Wait, but you what, just what about hate. all the young Jedi books? What about all the young Jedi books? That uh, definitely I did not read the young yeah, Jedi Jason books, but I hear Tyler is an expert on young Jedi books. Go, Tyler, go, I, they're, please. They're Regale us. Pretty great. <laughs> I, I mostly just read The Galaxy of Fear. Those were goosebumps for Star Wars nor- nerds. Is that, is that right? <laughs> it's like he was a shapeshifter the whole time. <laughs> it's just uh, like it's that. just always a shapeshifter? Well, sometimes there were like worms and stuff. I don't know. It's uh, been a while. I'll have to reread them. Well, I'll have to that, that, that doesn't sound like a glowing, glowing recommendation for uh, for. Sci-fi well, Jordan children. mentioned a good thing with with fantasy. You've got you've got the old Game of Thrones, that that fantastic, well, more fantastic HBO series than book series. The book series is more of a culinary uh, adventure, really. GRR really loves those banquets, but <laughs> who doesn't? And I, I think know, like he's just just thirty pages of of lemon cakes, <laughs> but <laughs> kind of like a, the Charles Dickens of food. You do have you do have some pretty good literature that's come out of of fantasy. Yeah. Whereas I think it's like it's a lot. There's there's a lot of just kind of like crappy trade paperback sci-fi out there, but those in the in themselves yeah, are but there's a lot fantastic. of I mean, we'd be doing a disservice to Robert Heinlein and Ray Bradbury and. Oh, without sci-fi, though, you'd never have Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, and that is wonderful. Oh, man. That's so good. But, I mean, that's one series, and you can name off, like, five fantasy series, though. 
no. what about Without movies? Without fantasy, though? you wouldn't have money. See, but but sci-fi is better at movies because uh, you know you're seeing the lasers and the boops and beeps and the robots. Um, fantasy movies, Star Wars, Star Trek. You got stuff. Yeah, you got Star Wars. You got Star Trek. Fantasy. You've got Aliens. stuff like Dragonheart and uh, all the other dragon oh, movies. Oh come on, Kevin! And, just name the sword, any dragon. The sword and sorcery. Uh, genre of movies from the 70s and 80s are some of the finest pieces of cinema that you can ever uh, have the pleasure of watching uh, with the MST3K people. <laughs> uh, those, well, yeah, those sword and sorcery 80s movies are terrible. Uh, the only thing that would redeem that entire genre is if they combined it with the black exploitation genre, which I don't think they've ever done. But that would which be is amazing. odd because black exploitation uh, black exploited almost every single genre out there. I want to see a black fantasy movie. That would be awesome. Um, see, back to the sorcery though. Fantasy, you're dabbling in the occult. You've got oh, all kinds true. of pacts going on to get to get magical powers and sacrifices and all kinds of zany things. Whereas sci-fi. You know, all you got is science. Uh, hold on, all man. There's ethics, though. The human, the like... human, the human capability for for improvement. But that's the thing, Tyler. The, their unbendable will. You have the ethical question of like, is cloning a good idea? Is mass genocide a good idea? <laughs> I don't think anybody ever came out with on yes on that one. <laughs> um, I don't think so. But that's that you have to deal with that more in sci-fi than in fantasy. No, but the thing is, with sci-fi... There is nothing in fantasy that will blow up an entire planet. With sci-fi, you have to sacrifice, you know, your will to the to the ever, ever marching forward uh, zeitgeist of human progress, which that in itself is a, is a, you know, a deal with the devil. That's true. Why even is the Enterprise going where no man has gone before? Yeah. Why didn't yeah, they why, go... Why can't we shouldn't... just enjoy where we're at, Captain Kirk? Yeah. That's a good All point. All right, it's... It's time. This is a hard decision. You've got to make one. Can I make the first vote? Yes. I've been saving this because I've been decided all along. (laughs) Even though I've been arguing both points, I'm locking in on sci-fi based entirely on the strength of Space Jam. Oh, wow. That is so good. Although I would love to see a movie uh, where the the Looney Tunes went back in time (laughs) and had to play a team of dragons (laughs) with with I don't know with Kobe or someone. A well, there was Shaq Fu. But they uh, they had they had to play. Uh, what was that? What's the, what's the name of that Mayan sport from Days of Yore? Um, Yaelai. Yeah. The one, the one from Road to El Dorado where they cheat with the uh, armadillo. That's the one. Yeah. Oh wow, we have probably yeah. three listeners who have ball. watched Road to El Dorado. So <laughs> that that DreamWorks classic. <laughs> Oh, DreamWorks, you were never songs from Elton John. You were never as good as Pixar. Just admit it. Um, hey, Kung Fu Panda. Kevin, this is uh, I, I gotta Space go. Jam threw a wrench in there for you, didn't it? Yeah, you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go fantasy because because um, there's just there's so much there's so much that can go wrong with the ray gun. There's so so much cheesy 50 sci-fi blasting off. Uh, you know what? Just Sometimes it's just a car door opener. Yeah, just give me the Rankin-Bass animated Hobbit and we'll call it even. Ooh, that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's wow. so I'm going fantasy. I I had all of those songs memorized as a child. Where there's a whip, <laughs> there's a way. <laughs> oh, that oh, that uh, was um that was what Return of the King. Yeah, that was Return of the King. Um, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go with sci-fi though. I owe so much of my childhood to Star Wars, and you know, there's where whereas the fantasy well is starting to run a little dry. There's there's always gonna be new exciting futures to explore and i'll i'd rather read about those than watch another like 30 iterations of elf v orc so thank you very much matt for your question next time you have to choose between sci-fi and fantasy just go with that sci-fi just just pop pop the original star wars trilogy in power through it and you're you're gonna you're gonna like your choice up next, we have a question from Dallas Nile, who wants to know, digital clocks versus analog clocks. Go. Um, well, I mean, do you, do you not want to see what time it is? Is that, is that why this is an issue? Like you, you just, you want, you want truth to be obscured from your eyes and no, see the thing is, oh shoot, that's a good idea. Uh, a wristwatch? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, okay, analog clock. It's uh, You gotta do math on that, so if you just want to sleep in, you look at that analog clock, and you're like, I can't figure that out. I'm going back to bed. And An analog clock, it just, you look at two hands, and that's too much for you. Yeah, that's, a, that's like looking at a picture. I just want numbers. I want pure robots. And yet you voted fantasy. But... <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, though, analog clocks will always look classy on the wrist. There is there is no classy like wear with a three piece suit digital watch out there. Um, but there's also no classy way to wear a clock around your neck like the rappers of yore. Um, that always looked. Dumb. That's true. That's... You can't you can't just have a, a you know an alar- a digital alarm clock. On a chain around your neck. Uh, Although you I don't think it's been tried. Set appointment. Yeah, I think it it is. I think it has not been tried. Which uh, analog clocks have been tried and failed. Digital clocks. Hey, come on, T Pain. Try it out. There are those sweet belt buckles that you can program to like show the time and stuff like that. Those little marquee belt buckles. Oh, and the ones. Can't you program to say like "Eat at Joe's" and stuff like that? Yeah. All right. Well, let me bring up this this mind mind blower here. Uh, only one of these items can also be a calculator watch, which is the coolest item ever, oh, and does yeah. go well with your three piece suit. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, let me calculate you're... this tip out at my very classy date. As long as you're, I plan on proposing to you after this. <laughs> Uh, no, well, I mean, the whole thing is made irrelevant by the fact that we have cell phones, and those are pretty much digital clocks, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you you guys are honestly siding with analog, uh, let me ask you, open up your digital, uh, open up your cell phone, uh, go to your main screen, we all have smartphones, because we're all smart people, and you dumbos with your dumb phones need to upgrade. Yeah, grow uh, up. Go to your go to your home screen. What kind of clock is there? I would guess all of us are gonna say digital. Yeah, and nobody. You can, 
you could easily switch that to analog. That's an option. I thought about it for two seconds, and then was like, <laughs> no, that's too much work. That's stupid, yeah. Um, although... See, I'm, I'm firmly... I am firmly in Camp Digital. Because I am a... I am a, an interesting sleeper. I, I do not like to have repeated noises uh, going on in my in my ears as I'm trying to fall asleep. And the worst thing for me is a ticking analog clock ticking away, just making that constant tick, tick, tick. And that's all I can hear and all I can focus on, and I can't get to sleep while it's happening. Digital clock, there's no ticking. It's... Uh- I love the ticking. I think the ticking helps you fall asleep. I disagree. It's like Because it does not like help a fan you fall on. asleep. And you don't know me, Tyler, so you don't know me. Yeah, I, I think it is. It's easier to watch time slip away on an analog clock. You know, you, you have that second hand and it's just going around continuously. And you're just you're just watching the moments of your life slide, you know, irreparably into death. And that's also, really depressing. Stopwatches. Yeah. How are you going to time, your, time yourself on that mile? How you can time your, your splits? Yeah, I know those cool old school top watch, stopwatches. I think the argument for analog oh. is class and history. That you can, like, you, it is so much classier to have, like, a pocket watch. Those are baller. Oh, on a chain. Pocket watch. You know, wine and stuff actually, like that. Oh, he got you with those watch are, Those are fantastic. Or, like... You know, cathedrals or things like that that have big clocks on them. Yeah, but how like su- towers? The Tower of London. How sweet would it like, be if to you have a s- giant cathedral with a with a digital clock on it? That would be awesome. No, that would be super. That would be lame. so sweet. From miles away, you that's can like see the that first thing you PM. see in every dystopia movie. Uh, which is awesome. Um, no, but but you do have a good point, class wise. Like, because only with analog clocks. Can can you have those those novelty clocks with like you know it's got like Rocky and like the clock hands are his hands with you know uh, boxing gloves on them and it's going around and he's punching Apollo Creed at eleven o'clock like those are pretty sweet you gotta admit yeah those are great those are pretty cool <laughs> and it gives you something to watch like if you're sitting in a meeting like you can watch the second hand as it circles around the clock whereas with most most digitals. It just shows you the hours and the minutes. Nothing you can do. Also, um, if you're using a pocket watch and you pull that out, like, you know, on a train station platform or something, you could, there is the chance that you could convince somebody that they traveled back in time. And they, like, do a double take and, like, what? Am I back in the 1800s? Do I or you to- could convince somebody that they are actually in the TV show Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> that is also true. Wait. You... You just have to pretend you're Ringo Starr. Dang, I was just trying to think. That was Shining Time Station, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That he was in? Yeah. Yeah, which was Thomas the Tank Engine. Really? Yep, those oh. are one and the same, my oh, friend. Wow. Oh, man. Um, I mean, so Ringo Starr uses a pocket watch. He uses an analog clock. I mean... It, I know, if it's good enough if it's, for him. Yeah, if it's good enough for the, <laughs> for the worst member of the Beatles, <laughs> it's probably good enough for us. Uh, that's actually that's a point against analog clocks. Uh, Ringo, you tried so hard. Well, actually, you yeah, didn't man. try very hard. But imagine all the people <laughs> using digital clocks. Well, Jordan, so you're locking in for the digital. Yeah, I, I hate ticking. Like, uh, that if, the only time I want to hear ticking 
is if there's a bomb, because that way that ticking is alerting me to the fact that there is a bomb in the room. Well, that's the thing. If you if somebody uses uh, a digital clock for a bomb, you're not going to hear that ticking, and you're going to get blowed up. You're going to be dead. So but they, thank they your they lucky stars use, for analog clock always, bombs. It's, the expression is ticking time bomb. So. Well, I'm just saying, if you want to create a world with only digital clocks, you're going to have stealth bombs, and I don't want to live in that world. Kevin, are you giving out terrorist advice on this podcast? Because I don't know if we're prepared for a world where bombs don't tick. We're going to get Patriot acted. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. We, we better stop right now. <laughs> Otherwise, the rest of this podcast is just going to be uh, some, out. somebody reading the Declaration of Independence over and over again in a very sinister voice. <laughs> There'll be the three of us. We'll sound like we podcast. have a gun to our head. Uh... Somebody make a podcast where you just read the Declaration of Independence in a different voice each week. <laughs> each week. And uh, this next question have a lot of voices. is from our friend Sam. Uh, he wants to know America versus every other country. I think we're all unanimous about America, right, guys? Good nation or best nation? All right, so Kevin, are you, are you going to join me on the analog clocks? Because that's what I'm thinking. I think it's classy. I think there's some history to it. I love ticking. Um, I love I love knowing that that time is passing and that I'm inching closer to death. Um, riddle me this: Did Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch wear an analog clock? Did like, they wear probably. any clocks? That's what I want to know. Did was that a look that they did? Uh, should have been. Because if so, I. Well, who who is the who is the hip hop the the hip hopster the hip hopman who who did the 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 analog clock look? Uh, that would be uh. Is that Flavor Flav? No, Flavor Flav. Oh, who's a champion of women? Oh, I gotta go yeah. analog clock. Analog clocks yeah. are pro female, pro women. All women who have any self respect would choose Flavor Flav and an analog clock. So Dallas, thank you so much for your question. Next time you have to buy a clock, just class things up. Go go with an analog clock. You're going to be glad that you did. Up next, we have a question from Eric Anderson who wants to know boy bands versus female pop singers like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, etc. Those, um, those one woman groups. And I guess the Gogs would be in there too. The Lady Gaga. So Lady Spice Gaga? Girls is not under discussion? No, yeah, Spice Girls. Oh, wait, no, it's single... F- is it single female singers? All the single ladies. Um, I, I got one one word for you, and it's hyphenated. J-pop. Amazing. Mm. Fantastic. Kevin, I got, I got one word for you that is also hyphenated and also even better than J-pop, and that is K-pop. Oh, yeah. K-pop. Uh, K-pop is the bomb. Oh, uh, yes. Please. Uh, all I mean, that. if we want to go J-pop versus K-pop, we can do that next next podcast. But I think when you've got... <laughs> We'd have to do some research beforehand. When you've got two... When you've got two heavy hitters like J-pop and K-pop, you got to have some pretty strong arguments for boy bands. Um, well, no, but the thing about J-pop and K-pop is there are a lot of girl bands. Like, there are not a lot of single artists. No. Yeah, there's... No, there's a lot thinking, of single artists. We're thinking tons. of Lady Gaga. Yeah, no, there's tons and... of fe- single female pop artists in the J and K. Um, 
well, there are the just K as is many more boy groups, groups, so maybe we should stick with just J. So let's stick with the U.S. for for the uh, for the sake of our listeners. Never. Um, Kevin well, is trying to broaden our listeners' horizons, yeah. Tyler. So here's the thing: um, into J and K-pop, we have a lot of knowledge, uh, which may or may not necessarily be factually true that we want to spread, we yeah. want to propagate. Um, but boy bands at least are, you know, promoting fellowship and togetherness. And unity, you know, f- female single artists are uh, single female artists are all about you know independence and you know let's let's strike out on our own and and, and you know having what? a I, baby with the dancer in your yeah. last music video and I, I you know it's I think the in these tough economic times the message that America needs to hear is um, Backstreet's back all right because that you know that's saying hey I'm gonna be here baby. And I'm gonna be with you, and we're gonna be through with each other through the, the, through the tough times. There's gonna be some smiles. There's gonna be some tears. See, I am coming at it from a completely different direction, and that is that I can't handle the competition. No way I'm gonna go with those boy bands because there are always gonna be those girls who are like, "Oh, Joey's my favorite one." Like they're they can they're triple threats. They can sing and dance and and in the case of justin timberlake they go on to act too and how how am i supposed to match up with you think it's too much supposed to handle that kind of pressure i think it's too much too much you know of them being idolized by by all the women folk like how am i supposed to woo someone if they're if they're staring at the nsync poster behind me like because they have some admittedly i should have chosen a classier restaurant but (laughs) Uh, no, I, you you picked Planet Hollywood, and then that's a that's a legitimate choice for your fortieth anniversary. Um, I picked my poison. I'm gonna have to drink it. Any, anybody out there who's celebrating a long term relationship, just go to Planet Hollywood. It's always a good decision. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right, but I also think backup. Uh, well, I guess you know this is this is another one for for those single. Like I'm admitting artists. that boy bands. I'm admitting that boy bands are, are great, but I but they're too great, I can't support them. Saying. They're too good. Well, I, and I think you know, single they have f- talent agents like combing combing the entire male population to find like the five best and then put them in a cohesive unit. Now, usually in every boy Got band, every there's angle. the one star, and then the other guys just are kind of forgotten. Like in NSYNC, it was Justin Timberlake and all the other ones. I mean, one of the guys' last name was Fat One, so. Joey Fat One. Um, and Which one was Lanson? Lance Bass. Lance Bass. In he was in NSYNC, and NSYNC, we now yeah. currently know that he ain't competition for you, buddy. Um, well, that's a good point. So you might have to take that back. I don't know but where still, I was going with that. One Direction. One Direction. Do you really want to support them? I, I know, I, I I know nothing literally about nothing one about One Direction. So All I know is is that there are a lot of girls talking about them back in those final days of college, you know? Yeah, but those were also the edgewise. girls who were talking about Justin Bieber. That's a good point. So, you know, they're also not... I'd rather have a boy band than the Beebs. Because, Tyler, you are already over the age of 18, so in your That's eyes, true. you're already not... Double deuces! You're, you're dead to them already. Let's, let's talk about names. 
with a single female artist, you're pretty much she's gonna go by her name, or she's gonna make up a new new name like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. But it's always gonna be one person's name. You got you got things like 98 degrees. You know that's temperature related. You got in sync. I don't really know what that's supposed to be, but it sounds futuristic and cool. Um, let me. I think it means they're in synchronization with each let other. Let me let me land on you some Filipino boy band names. Uh, oh, yeah? 3 a.m. Lamar exclamation point. Uh, Ray. Now that sounds. That does not sound like a group effort. It <laughs> sounds like Lamar effort. Ray. They're all named Lamar. That's why. Um, it's oh, okay. seventeen boys named Lamar. Um, and and finally, my personal favorite, APO Hiking Society. So, I mean, when you're when you're dealing with boy bands, you're dealing with some top notch names. Okay. Also, let's not forget. The Moldovan boy band Ozone, which gave us the Numa Numa guy. Oh, that's true. Oh, wow. That's true. I went to Romania Although, once and heard nothing this, but that song. With the, with the lone female singers, they're going to be virtuosos. They're, they've got to command that. they got to have that presence that's going to captivate the audience. Like, you got you got Adeli. You've got Adeli setting fire to the rain. You've got you've She got makes Gaga. the best sandwiches. You've got Lana Del Rey, who sounds much better recorded than live, and was really terrible. On but SNL, I think that's so only a that's credit to her producer them. and not to her. And you know, Britney Britney Spears, she she brought us Toxic, which is arguably the song of our generation. <laughs> yeah, but uh, point against Britney Spears, there? she also Top brought us okay to shave their heads. She also brought us Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's another thing. Backup dancers. Boy bands, I mean, you, your dancers are built in. You know, your boys are yeah, your dancers. That's true. Yeah, um, there are no backup dancers because everyone dances. Well, but that's the thing. I think backup dancers are a great American equalizer. You know, you get you get some people, they get their chance in the sunlight. You might not know their names, but they're wearing some goofy costumes and they're out on that stage getting sweaty. Maybe they've got a headpiece microphone. Um, uh, you know what? That that I'm gonna have to go with boy bands, even though they're competition, because there's always gonna be a chance for harmony there, and I love me some sweet, sweet harmony. Whereas lady bands, no matter how good they are, it's just it's just one going alone. You don't have that rich chord of of young male voices. Uh, it's just those, starting to those, get weird. Those those youth choirs over in Rome that can also dance really well. That would be great if you just went to like a cathedral and there was you know one of those those young young men's choirs and then they start busting out some break dancing over their 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 angelic falsettos. Um, and and I will I will supplement that boy band uh point with uh boy band Christmas albums. Best Christmas mm, albums ever. True. I mean, you know, you've got what was that like? Uh, Boys in the Hood, Christmas album. F- Wait, who who did Funky Funky Christmas? I probably I Marky I Mark. Uh, New Kids on the Block. That's who it was. Oh yeah, Funky Funky Christmas. Um, and you know, na- name me one good single female artist. Uh, you know, Christmas album that set santa claus in a funky 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 light you know well 
No, instead you have like Madonna. Singing on, hold on. Singing on the flip side, you got Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." That's true, but that's just a tease. Yeah, that's all. You know, tease. she doesn't really want you. She wants. She wants. She a, wants a race boat. So Jordan, your final vote. I'm in for the boy bands. Uh, I, I'm I'm solidly in for boy bands. I haven't been talking for a while because I just found out by reading the Wikipedia that one of the members of Boyzone passed away in 2009. Oh, Boyzone. Oh no. Kevin, are you going to join us in mourning and celebrating Boyzone. the boy band? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I think we're unanimous for boy bands. I'm, I'm definitely going, uh, going boy bands. Funky, funky Christmas, MC Santa, please give it to me, <laughs> give it all to me. So Eric Anderson, when you're deciding what CDs you want to buy to bring into your, to your high security government job because they don't let you bring rewritable things in there, just. Buy yourself a whole bunch of boy band CDs at a garage sale or something. They they're using them for coasters right now. So just and go and swipe them up. You You're know what? Be glad you did. Go get Boyzone's latest album because they are bravely marching on without that one member. So, thank you very much. Our final question comes to us from Elise Hertzing. Thank you, Elise. Who wants to know? Spider Man versus Wolverine. Go. Spidey versus good old wolf <laughs> well i first hank, first off or logan Lo- hank hill logan's run um that was about wolverine right um yeah. i just i always feel like spider-man's just trying to he's just a shameless self-promoter he's just trying too hard the amazing spider-man he's taking a ton of pictures of himself the amazing spider-man really like you're you're gonna put amazing in your superhero name like don't no I'll decide if you're amazing when you when you kill a guy with a pumpkin for a head, okay? Don't don't tell me you're amazing. And then I know that was tragic the way Gallagher ended his career. <laughs> well, hold on. In in Spider-Man's defense, the X-Men call themselves uncanny. So uh, that's not not so much. They that's are not so uncanny. much a, a compliment. That's just kind of like, hey, we're weird. Yeah, um, but they're proud of it. <laughs> at least spider-man though he he's got those quips and those jokes whereas wolverine's just gonna get super angry and call everybody bub and yeah, then, can like, we can we approach cigars. this not from the perspective of if they got in a fight who would win because i feel like comics has probably covered that let's go from the perspective of who we want to hang out who'd you want to hang out with i, I wouldn't want to yeah. hang out with a, a dopey nerd who's just taking pictures all the time like, look, put the camera down. Let's shoot some pool. Stop stop taking pictures hold of on, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wolverine, he has known anger management issues. But he does enjoy a game of pool. Yeah. Any any bar sport, he's going to be down yeah, to play with. I think he down. also Plus, enjoys a good cigar. Uh, which is great. Uh, I would want to hang out. Peter Parker's not going to smoke. He's going to, oh, the, the dangers of... Of lung cancer is this thing? Uh, no, his spidey senses are going to be tingling yeah, the whole time. His, I was going to shoot it. I was going to give points to Wolverine because he always wears flannel on his days off. But I feel like Peter Parker has become a hipster, so they probably both wear flannel. But That's and true. here's the other thing. Okay, if uh, you know somebody messes your order up at a restaurant, Peter Parker's not. He's He's going to be wimpy and cowed and not going to do anything. Wolverine is not going to stand for that. 
He is going to slice that meal up. He's going to break that plate. He's going to punch somebody. And you're going to get your clam chowder. And not Do you want someone well, who's going to escalate every single situation? Oh, yeah. I need somebody, because I'm, you know, uh, you know me. Everyone knows me. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, you know, get in, get into the fisticuffs. Uh, but I do need somebody who will. And that's going to be Wolverine. Well, here, but Kevin, let's look at their alter egos. Spider-Man is also a founder of Facebook, which is one of our favorite uh, social networking sites. Whereas Wolverine was a sore loser magician against Batman, uh, who was the superior magician with his twin Batman brother. So in, in the in the classic movie, Bat, the cast of Batman does magic. <laughs> the cast of Batman plus plus Wolverine. Does magic. Does magic. Uh, that's the greatest tremendous. of movies. That's now on Blu-ray. The best of all movies. Um, that's a good point. See, the thing is, Wolverine doesn't really try and hide his identity, though. Like, he's a mutant, and he's proud of it. Whereas with Spider-Man, like, you're not hanging out with Spider-Man. You're hanging out with Peter Parker. Yeah, but that's because Wolverine doesn't identity. have an he's identity. He's just going to be like, yeah, Peter Parker, he's just going to be bowing out on you all the time. You're going to be like, hey, we're like three hands into this card game he's like sorry i've gotta i've gotta go for unspecified reasons ignore these yeah these wiggly lines that are extending from my forehead but when he's leaving is wolverine gonna give you that sexy hanging upside down kiss <laughs> i hope so uh, i don't was a wolverine in like some some crazy australian outback movie too yeah it was called uh australia <laughs> of upside all, down of, Aussie of all things something like um <laughs> I, really you want you want a, a a gravity defying kiss goodnight yes I, I don't i can't imagine that being good I, I, there's just so much room for error i mean he almost rain. drowned himself because like he attempted to do it in a rainstorm in the rainstorm but... yeah well, I don't. Which you, you really you want you want lower lip to upper lip, upper lip to lower lip? That just seems confusing to me. I don't. Uh, I, have you tried it, Kevin? No, and I don't want to. It's just it seems like there's too much going on. That's a good point, is Kevin? Just because yeah. you're unwilling to taste the forbidden fruit does not no, mean plus, you should readily knock it. Plus, if you toss some tongue in there, don't you have like then you're getting like the underside of somebody's tongue? Like that's gross. I don't want that. Well, Kevin, we, we all, don't have the, to explore the, underside, the deep caverns stuff like that. of of. I'm just saying that's that's where you took it. If Spider-Man is not is going to be a weirder kisser than than Wolverine. Wolverine might accidentally stab you, but at least he's gonna you know at least he's gonna give you something you're familiar with. Well, hold on. All right. Fine. Let's let's flip. Let's look at it this way. Who's going to be more useful on a basketball court? Spider-Man. You can alley-oop to him all day long. He's hanging on that basketball uh, backboard, just sitting there with his, his spidey stickiness. You just chuck the ball to him, he just drops it in the hoop. Instant win. All the time. Whereas Wolverine, he's just going to pop it. He's going to pop that ball. <laughs> Alright, so play soccer. <laughs> He'll pop that too. He'll pop that ball too. He just, he's he your loves, goalie. That's his one joy in life. <laughs> Whereas Spidey as your goalie shoots a bunch of web in front of the goal, nobody can score. And then he can run out and play with you. Yeah, but that's just cheap. 
So Spider-Man's just going to cheat at a bunch of sports? I mean, all right. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Where Wolverine's just... Wolverine wouldn't even start playing this You know, sport. until, well, yeah. the, just such until the International Soccer Federation FIFA uh, acknowledges that webbing is illegal in the sport of, uh, of football or soccer, uh, then I feel like it is not cheating. I'm pretty sure. Didn't, didn't Zidane get thrown out of the World Cup for that? Uh, no, that Zidane? was really cutting. Didn't Saddam get something, something that is a much more Wolverine-y activity? Um, you know, who, let's look at the villains that they're going up against. You got Spider-Man's got uh, Pumpkinhead dude, and maybe Doctor Doctor Octopus. I just these villains they don't they don't inspire terror into anybody. And Wolverine's up against the Juggernaut. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, well, and Sabretooth, who is pretty much just Wolverine except yeah, evil. Yeah. No, what about Magneto though? He's he's up against Gamble. Yeah, and he's yeah, useless true. against Magneto because he has metal all over his body. I'm just saying, for for dramatic purposes, you know, if we were gonna you know jump into some sort of adventure, I would much rather fight Gandalf than a pumpkin head dude. What is that guy's actual name? Uh, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, thank you. See, what is that's even a dumb name. <laughs> well, we have to take a vote. So, Jordan, your final vote? Uh, I'm going with Spider-Man. I, I also will say Spidey, because he's just, he's he's such such a pal when when it comes to, you know, when you once you've gotten that relationship, once you've gotten to know him under the mask, then he's going to be great. Whereas Wolverine's always going to be standoffish. He's it's, it's going to take a lot to melt that icy heart. Kevin, you got some closing pro Wolverine remarks? I, I'm going. I'm going Wolverine because I just looked up uh, Hobgoblin, and there is there is a comic in which there is a futuristic Hobgoblin twenty two eleven whose father is Spider Man twenty two eleven, and they're fighting, and that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, there's been some pretty dumb X-Men plot lines that I do not have time to research on Wikipedia at the moment. Um, there's a baby X-Men series. At least, at least Hugh Jackman's got a boss beard. That thing, that thing is razor sharp. Peter Parker can't even grow facial hair. He's 12 years old. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for your question, Elise. Next time you have to choose, just... Go ahead and get that kiss upside down in the rain. You're gonna, you're gonna love Don't it. Do it. It's gross. <laughs> Thank it's you confusing. so much to Animal Tropical who does our intro, Twenty Miles, and to Sparrows and Crows who do our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. If you'd like to contact us and send in questions, you can do that at ninjasversuspodcast at gmail That's versus vs no period. You can find us on Facebook. We will post episodes there and other little updates. Love to have conversations with you. And you can also get us on Twitter, Ninjas vs. Podcast, with the MVP hashtag. Or if you love remaining anonymous and are afraid of hearing your name on the show, then you can catch us on formspring.me slash ninjas vs. Podcast. Special thanks this week to Tolia, our first and I think only Russian listener. Who, who loves the show, who listens to it to brush up on his English. And thank you to Kirby, who drew some pretty great Ninjas vs. Podcast fan art at work today. 
we uh that's another thing that you get to see on the facebook awesome fan art that people do and great screenshots from our from our google hangout <laughs> that we post periodically don't put up one from this one yeah that that'll be that'll be for end of the year fundraiser calendar uh, uh kevin, miss, kevin gall sure uh, mr <laughs> mr may everybody oh yeah. yeah he's actually mr every month uh the Jor- jordan and i just kind of write little little jokes and quips for the different months make up fake holidays things like that i'm the i'm the eye candy of this podcast you so, all know why jordan do you have a tweet of the week for us i do from uh possible listener margaret hernandez oh marge who, who informs us via the nvp hashtag marge. Every day, remind yourself of your own ability, of your good mind, and affirm that you can make something really good out of your life. That's what we say at the end of every podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do here. Thank you, that's, Marge. That's our she mission also statement. Throws out I'm there, glad you, you went know, on the Throw website. your heart over the bar, and your body will follow. That's so that true. sounds pretty dangerous. No, that's um, what we need to do. We need to take that bar and throw our heart over it. As a, as a country. Get America. out there, order like five shots of whiskey, your body will follow you. <laughs> uh, I think she meant more like pole vaulting than, yeah. than bar hopping. Yeah, sure? Think, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Because your heart is going to follow you right to the toilet if you do that. So, um, but thanks, Marge. Yeah, Marge. You're the best. You're, you are the best. You're better. You're better than the best. <laughs> our final question for the week keeping with the ninjas versus theme ninjas versus a stampede of wildebeest go uh i'm gonna go with stampede of wildebeest because if it can kill mufasa it can kill anybody i was just gonna say the exact same thing but with james earl jones um <laughs> so i am gonna change to ninjas um because wildebeests are really dumb Ninjas could jump out of their way really easily. Uh, and I am also going to go with ninjas because with their, their nimble running and jumping skills, they're going to make it right to the top of that lone branch in the, the middle of that, that canyon. And they'll be able to cut Zazu in half while they do it because honestly the rest of the movie is going to be better because of it. So thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm your host, Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, check out the NVP boy band summer mix that Tyler will put together. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, I'll do that thing. Funky, funky yeah, that'll, that'll get done. I mean, look for it next winter, party. even though it's the summer mix. It's going to take Tyler a long time. To Where we dance hey, funky, funky Christmas is going to be on there, and that's going to be seasonally appropriate. So we're going to bounce and shake I'll, our I'll, I'll put Alright, thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. We're fading out now. Tired from all the fun and views. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. Oh, well, that's...
Um, well, yeah, there's dynamite fishing. Is there dynamite hunting where you just throw dynamite at a at a, an area and light yeah. and light a forest on fire? Uh, I'm pretty sure standard procedure is to set out like a salt lick or something, and then just wait for the deer to come, and then just toss toss a grenade in there. Wait, is that real? If this is real, I want to go do this right now. <laughs> 